0: What is good, everybody? This is your guy, Manny, and this is the Talking Sports with Manny YouTube channel. I'm excited to be back. I am here to stay. I've been away for a while, but I'm going to be coming back on, doing more streams, doing more podcasts, and on today's episode of this podcast, we're going to be talking NBA, free agency, it was a great period in the nba a lot of drama i'm going to cover as much of that as possible but before i get this show on and popping i gotta run the intro <laughs> What is good, Mike, and everybody who is listening, everybody who is tuning in live on this stream. Please like, please subscribe, please share. Uh, man, it's good to be back, man. It's good to be back. I've been gone for a long time. So this is the NBA pod. Today might do the uh, fantasy pod tomorrow and do an NFL pod the next day, but we're going to get these streams on and popping, on and popping. So I'm going to share my screen And I'm going to run through some of these moves, and we're going to talk about them. Yeah, man, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good, man. It's just been a lot going on, but God is good. God is good all the time. Family's doing well, so I'm just excited, man, to be back. Um, So as we look at the NBA, right, there's some big news. There's some small news. The biggest news right now is that Kyrie – could find his way on to the Lakers, right? But in order for that trade to happen, you hear rumors about the Lakers would have to include a first, maybe two second round, I mean, two first round picks in order to acquire Kyrie. Now, here's the problem. If Kyrie's coming to the Lakers, Russell Westbrook has to be on his way to the Nets. But the problem is, Russell Westbrook is about 40 plus million a year contract, and Kyrie is in like around 36, 37. So there's like about a $10 million gap there. So that means the Nets would have to add another player. You're looking at Joe Harris. You're also looking at guys like um, Seth Curry. So we don't know what the package is going to be. And then the Lakers might toss in a uh, uh, Horton Tucker just to kind of give them a young piece, including a first round pick, in order to acquire Kyrie. Lakers have interest in signing a Kyrie, but also you have um, um, the Nets who most likely are going to wave or stretch Westbrook or just let him play out that one year and then he's gone or they can, you know, work on a buyout later as the season goes on. What's good, Hawk, man? Appreciate you hopping on the stream, man. Appreciate you hopping on the stream. Appreciate you, Mike, for tuning in, man. So, um let's go ahead and move on to some other trades or some other moves that have happened so you know Kimber walker has gotten that buyout with the detroit pistons once he clears waivers he's free to go wherever he wants to go i really don't know of a team where Kimber walker goes in and fits fits right on in so on the eve of or on the day of, of uh kevin durant saying hey i want to get traded it was crazy What's good? What's good, Bill? Man, appreciate you hopping on the stream, man. Please like, please subscribe, and please share. Man, let's do this thing. Yeah, uh, Hawk says the Summer uh, League is fire. The Summer League is fire, man, and we definitely have to talk about Chet <laughs> versus Kenny Lofton last night. That was a pretty good matchup. I'll try to find some footage on that because that's something that I definitely want to share on the stream before the stream is over. This Redskins Super Bowl window is open now. I believe the window is open. I mean, it's now or never. You have your veteran quarterback and Carson Wentz. We got to see what happens with that squad. So when Kevin Durant said, hey, I want out, that same day I believe they traded a first-round pick for Royce O'Neal. Why would the Nets trade a first-round pick for Royce O'Neal? Are you competing? Is it that the pieces that you're going to be getting back in a potential Kevin Durant trade is going to propel you to be a contender? Or is it that you're recouping? I mean, it, it makes no sense. The Nets literally have no draft picks. They gave up a lot of draft picks to pick up by James Harden. And now you're giving up one of the only uh, first-round picks that you have for Royce O'Neal, who's a rotational guy, who is a role player. So I really didn't even understand this trade at all. I mean, this, I move it all. He says, I see Kimball Walker as a wizard or a pacer. I, I can see that, but the Wizards probably have one more spot left. And if Kimball Walker is to go to the Wizards, you got Monte Morris out there. You have the other guy that they signed. I don't know where he fits in with the Wizards, but it's possible. It's possible. Uh, he says, Royce is a good role player. He's a good role player, but you don't trade a first-round pick for a good role player. That is my opinion. This makes no sense to me. So run through some other uh, moves. Like I said that day, the Kevin Durant news broke. And from what I'm hearing, the Brooklyn Nets want a star caliber type player like a, um, Brandon Ingram. But then they also want like multiple first round picks. When I say multiple with a capital M, we're talking about three or more first round picks. We've seen Rudy Gobert go for what? Four first round picks and a bunch of players. So. If Rudy Gobert is setting the, resetting the market, KD got to get more draft capital, right? I mean, you got to trade more picks for Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is arguably one of the top three best players in the league. I mean, he is Kevin Durant, right? He's, he's, he's that dude. Um, so Lonnie Walker became an unrestricted free agent, signed with the Lakers. That was great for my Lakers. I was excited about that. Jalen Brunson, Knicks, look, Knicks, Knicks fans are... Are excited and then they're also pissed. So it's like 50-50. A lot of the Knicks fans were excited to get Jalen Brunson. It was for about a million and uh and two million dollars for your contract. It was the first time that a non-all-star caliber player or a non-all-star player gets signed in free agency for over a hundred million. First time in history. So the money's going up. My guy, Tom on Sports, man. What's good, man? Appreciate you hopping on the stream. Can you please tell me why what Minnesota is doing? Rudy Gobert is a role player himself. I agree and I disagree. Rudy Gobert is great at what he does, which is play defense. He's one of the be- best defenders to ever play the game. Uh, you know, you look at Rudy Gobert, right? He gets dunked on a lot, but he contests a lot of shots. Rudy Gobert is a good player. We're going to get into Rudy Gobert if we got time. I'm going to break down his numbers. What I'm saying is Rudy Gobert is good, but he's not worth four first-round picks. He's not worth – he's probably worth maybe two first-round picks. Four? I don't know. So what Minnesota is doing is they're tired of going through that lottery process. And even in that lottery process, they're not always good at acquiring talent. Josh Okogie and the rest of these other guys that they've drafted – did they draft Okogie? I'm not sure but they don't have a lot to show forth besides cat and uh and uh Ant, who else have minnesota really drafted as that have been a staple or that have been a, a household name so you got after a while you gotta start bringing in guys that are established because if you're bringing a guy like rudy gobert right minnesota's hoping that they become a really good team to where they're drafted later on in the draft. They're drafting outside of the lottery. They're tired of not making a playoff. So they make this move thinking that they can pair Cat and Rudy Gobert in order to, you know, be a perennial uh, uh playoff team that cont- that contends every single year. We'll see. The Atlanta Hawks also made a crazy deal getting the, the Jontae Murray. What? What? Was it for three first-round picks? So he's not worth three first-round picks. He's a great player. He's a, well, good to great player, but, so some of these, uh, 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 some of these values are kind of, you know, it's kind of crazy when you see what's going on in the landscape of the NBA. Hawk says he's good on defense, but he doesn't give you any offense outside of lob dunks. He might not give you anything outside of, outside of lob dunks, but he does it and he does it well. Let's go look at the numbers. Since Hawk wants to talk Rudy Gobert. So he's been in the NBA for, what, nine seasons, right? Um, Ever since 2016, he averages 14 points and 12 rebounds, 15 points. So he averages anywhere between 14 to, to uh, 16 points, and then he averages anywhere between 10 to 14 rebounds. That's pretty solid. I mean, and then he shoots a high field goal percentage with all these dunks. Um, and then he gets you 2.3 blocks every single year. He gets you steals, at least uh, 0.8 steals a, a game. So I mean, the, the totality of it is, if you have Rudy Gobert on your team, he's going to improve your defense potentially. And he has a seven foot nine inch wingspan, standing at seven feet one. So Rudy Gobert is good and possibly great at what he does, but I will not call him a role player. He's an all star. But he's just not the typical center that you're looking for. We're always looking for the centers that have, you know, more athletic ability, like, you know, guys that can work in the post. Yeah, Rudy's a good rim runner. And I think that D'Angelo Russell benefits the most from Rudy Gobert being on uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves. So Jared Jackson, you know, he's out. He's sideline four to six months. That was tough shout out to Nikolai Jokic the joker man the 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 multi uh, mvp 5 year deal 264 million super max contract that's the largest contract in nba history it wasn't just it wasn't just like five or six years ago that mike conley got the that the like the most money ever in the nba uh at that time and it was like what 153 million and now you have Rudy Gobert. I mean, uh, sorry, Joker at two hundred and sixty four million dollars. I mean, you're talking about generational wealth. (laughs) You're talking about generational wealth, man. And look, I'm happy for him. Um, I don't know if any player in the NBA is worth two hundred million. But hey, to each his own. Now you got Bradley Beal, who got a five year deal, two hundred and fifty one million dollar maximum contract. I don't know about this deal. This deal right here is kind of crazy to me. $250 million for Bradley Beal, and each year of this contract, it gets worse and worse and worse and worse. I think that Bradley Beal is a phenomenal um, NBA player, but I don't know if he's worth two hundred and fifty. For those of you guys that are watching, for those of you guys that are going to be watching the replay, please drop the comments in the comment section. If you're listening on the podcast forum, please uh, hit me up on Twitter, hit me up on Facebook. Let's discuss this Bradley Bill contract. I, I'm not a fan of it. It is what it is. PJ Tucker is taking his talents to the Philadelphia 76ers, three year deal, $33.2 million. Another guy got paid, and it was Devin Booker. He gets a four year, $214 million extension to stay with Phoenix. These deals are getting crazy. It's going to get even more and more crazy that. When you have these big deals, it's hard to trade these players because per NBA rule, the contracts have to match. When you are trading a player, you know, contracts have to match. So when you're talking about guys that are going to be earning in the high 50s a year, close to 60s a year, it's going to get kind of crazy. Time on Sports says Bill is not interested in winning. They had to pay him. Um, because he's one of the best scorers in the league, I feel you on that. But are you hating on Bradley Beal because you wanted Bradley Beal on Miami, or is it like what is it exactly? Do you honestly just think that Beal is not interested in winning because that two hundred fifty-something million dollar contract he he won. That's a win. That's a win. And I would have done the same exact thing if I'm Bradley Beal. He's not old, but he's young enough to where he can still get another contract after this deal. And then, not only that, once you have your bag in the NBA, you can always be traded to wherever you want to go. So I see a scenario where Bradley Beal plays one year, and then maybe two years max, and then he's shipped off to somebody uh, for you know players and first-round picks and things of that nature. Wizards did a business decision. Wizards actually won. had to pay this money just because you know it's bradley bill now uh time on sports says no i'm just stating facts i didn't think he was coming to miami i feel you i respect that but yeah i think that bradley bills a good player but i don't think any player is worth 200 million like i said before malik Monk signed with sacramento he left the lakers smart move for him because you stay on the lakers for a super super discount you get playing time you get the fame you get the status with being in la but at the same time you don't get the money. So he gets the $10 billion a year, which is a awesome deal. It beats what the Lakers could have offered, which was um, some of their uh, taxpayer ML, which was $6 million a year, which they gave to Lonnie Walker. Oladipo going back to Miami was a huge surprise for me. One year deal, $11 Maybe that was the most money he can find on the open market. I really honestly thought that Oladipo would go somewhere like the Wizards, they had about $10 million to, you know, you know, to just, you know, to spare and he would have had a starting position in DC, but he goes back to Miami. Um, I think Olipo possibly starts this year with Tyler Hero coming off the bench, but I'm hearing that Tyler Hero wants to start. So we don't know what happens with Miami. We don't even know if Miami is going to take a, a step forward or a step backwards because I don't think that Miami has gotten any better from where they were last year. Nicholas Batum signs a two-year deal to stay with the Clippers. The Clippers have a really solid team. Also adding John Wall in a buyout. So that was excellent. DeAndre Jordan goes to the uh, Nuggets. uh, Danielle House goes to Philly. So Philly's loading up on some defensive type wings. Mo Bamba stays with Orlando. That was a shocker to me. I thought he would have more of a market but $21 million for two years. It's not a bad deal but I Honestly, thought he was going to get at least 12 to 13 a year. So it's not too far off um, that he got 21 for two years. Um, Anthony Simons, man, this guy right here exploded last year because of time and opportunity. Four year deal, $100 million contract. Yeah, these contracts are just kind of going, going crazy to me. <clears throat> Let me get into the comment section for a little bit. Dre, what's good, man? Appreciate you hopping on the stream. Please like, please share, please subscribe. It says, I like your, your point position. Tommy into plus minus defensive <clears throat> and Morris and, oh, yeah, Barton. They did get Barton. Was number one and number two at their position. Uh, he also said, uh, also, the long right assist, uh, assist turnover ratio was almost four to one. So, yeah, I love right. He's more defensive minded. I like Montana Morris. I like look the moves that the Wizards made. I love. I think the Wizards are going to be a top six seed in the East this year, especially if Bill does what he does. If KP stays healthy, Kuzma is going to take a whole nother jump. I see Kuzma as a twenty and ten guy next year, or even a twenty and twelve kind of guy. Kuzma can be that kind of guy, and then you add in Barton, and then you add all these different guys that are going to come in and give some energy. So, um. Yeah, I I, I like the moves that the Washington Wizards have made this year since Miami's going to make another move. Let's see. I think the move that Miami makes is most likely going to be a trade, and I would not be surprised if Tyler Hero is on his way out for another star to come. Jimmy Butler wants another star to pair with Bam Adebayo, so we'll see what happens with the Miami Heat. Bobby Portis decides to stay with the Milwaukee Bucks for years, $49 million contract. Tyus Jones Two-year, thirty million. He becomes the highest-paid backup point guard in the league. Shout out to Tyus Jones coming out of Duke. I was kind of skeptical. I didn't know how he was going to play his first stop. I forgot where he went when he first got drafted. Didn't do too well. Came on the Memphis Grizzlies and he's been solid ever since. Joe Ingles with the Bucks. I really like that pickup. He's scrappy, a scrappy, scrappy guy. Wesley Matthews, one-year deal to return to the Milwaukee Bucks. Another guy that I like. He's real scrappy and he gets the job done. Amir Coffey, three-year, $11 million deal to stay with the Clippers. Lou Dort, five-year, $87.5 million contract. That's solid for an undrafted guy who's come in and made a name for himself. He's one of those, uh, um, he's not a tall wing, but he plays big. Let's look up Lou Dort real quick. I think Lou Dort is like 6'4". He plays bigger than 6'4". Let me look it up real quick. So Lou Dort is 6'3". He's 6'3". So he's even shorter than the 6'4 that I thought he was. Last year, you know, he averaged 17 points and four rebounds. The year before that, 14 points and three rebounds. He's an up-and-coming player, solid, solid player for the OKC Thunder. Speaking of the Thunder, they're just so solid all across uh chris boucher returns back to uh toronto uh deadmond returned back to miami of course Thaddeus young returned back to uh the raptors let's see if there's any other interesting deals that went down patty mills going back to the nets i didn't see that happening but it did uh marvin bagley gets a three-year 37 million dollar contract good for him because he was almost out of the league he was almost on his way out jason tate a guy that i i I love his game three year deal 22 million that's a steal his next contract is definitely going to be bigger than that we talked about lonnie walker going to the lakers troy brown going to the lakers damian jones going to the lakers thomas bryant going to the lakers juan toscano anderson also going to the lakers and what does that tell me lakers went younger and they went way more athletic because last year they had all these old guys like Melo and the rest of these guys. And they were just so old, although Melo did play well. Melo did play well. I would not have minded Melo coming back, but Melo provides zero defense for the Lakers. And with new coach Ham, I think he wants to play more of a grinded out type game. So they surrounded LeBron with some guys that they feel can give them some, some potential, both on the offensive side. And the defensive side, Lonnie Walker has a chance to average 12 to 14 points a game for the Lakers. Troy Brown, a guy who's almost kind of out the league, not really fitting in, drafted by Washington, went to Chicago, didn't work out. So he got some upside there. Nick Claxton returning back to the Nets. Uh, Talked about what one uh, Toscano Anderson going to the Lakers. Um, This is a big one right here. Kyle Anderson going to Minnesota. He's a solid, solid player. You get him for $18 million for two years. That's a steal right there. Uh, Kevin Knox gets a two-year deal, $6 million to go to the Pistons. He's going to, you know, he's fighting for his life right now. DeLon Wright, we talked about that, going to the Wizards. Uh, Damian Jones going to the Lakers, we already talked about that. Muscala returning back to OKC. John Moran gets a big deal, um, $186 million for five years. And the way that this thing works is if he hits All-NBA, this this $186 million can go into the tubes. It'll it'll be a $200 million and above type contract if he's able to hit some, uh, you know, if he's able to ascend into being that top-tier player, which we all know that John Moran is. He just has to do it, and then he'll get more money. Let's get into the comments. Dre says, Dort defensively is solid. His three-point shooting has improved, and they're paying him for the future smart move. Absolutely. And he's also a great asset that they can trade if they want to upgrade their roster. So I love him as a 3 and D type player. He can defend even – he defends some of – he's like a market smart. I'm not saying he's market smart type defense, but he can be. So he's a market smart type player. That's the best person I can kind of descri- you know, describe uh, uh like. Um, Dre is also asking, Manny, is the John Collins trade move off the board now? I don't think it's off the board. I think the Hawks are looking for the best possible deal to, to you know, get or to move John Collins forward. Think about it. You already have Capella, right? You have two point guards in Murray and Trey that's going to throw lobs all day, right? Collins is more versatile than Clint Capella in the, in the sense that Collins can knock down some shots, right? But you might be looking for there might be a team out there looking for a power forward to play their small ball center, right? And then maybe the Hawks get back another type of wing because it's, it's to, like in today's game, you're seeing more wings and less power forwards. Like, so you'll get, like, let's say a, a lineup of Capella, right? You have uh Hunter, who's an ascending player, he's 6'9, he can play or six, what, 6'8, six he can play that power forward position small ball and then maybe you get another type of wing kind of guy um a guy that would have been perfect would have been miles bridges but you know miles bridges did what miles bridges just did and you know and he's practically out the league now so i don't know what kind of move you can make for john collins but it has to the contracts have to match it might be multiple players it might be a player and maybe uh some draft picks but I definitely see John Collins being moved. I don't think they want to run Capella and John Collins together. John Collins is a good player. Maybe they feel like he's giving them as much as he can give them. So just keep a lookout for John Collins. I think he goes somewhere and changes the dynamics of some other team. It says uh, Williamson gets the cash for MVP, maybe uh, All-NBA. Absolutely. Yeah, if he gets MVP, All-NBA, there's a way that they're doing these like all these uh, contracts now. And, like, you know, all these young guys like Morant and like his whole draft class, a lot of them got the extensions, right? So, if they hit certain stipulations, they get all these different, you know, all these different things. So, the yeah, NBA is going crazy. They're just throwing bags at everybody. Carl Anthony Towns, four year, $224 million extension. Uh, Gary Payton, the leaving the Golden State Warriors, was a big. Shocker to me, I thought that, you know, he fits in perfectly with what Golden State was doing, but I don't think Golden State wanted to pay him $28 million for three years. Golden State was able to get Devin Chinzo a lot cheaper. So here's that Zion deal that she was talking about. Zion gets that five-year rookie max contract extension worth $231 million. So that's the worth. We don't know what the actual is right now, but that's the worth. It can be worth up to that. Uh, With all the, you know, MVPs and all NBAs, all stars, just different things that they put into the contract to, you know, motivate players. And I think that more contracts should be done like that. You want your guys to be motivated. You know, if you play well, you earn your cash. If you don't play well, you don't get all the cash. You know what I'm saying? You just get that base level pay. Ricky Rubio to the Cleveland Cavaliers, I think that's solid for both teams for for both sides. I think that Colin. we all know that Colin Sexton is on his way out. Maybe a sign-and-trade with Dallas. Maybe a sign-and-trade with Miami. I don't know. Like, right. Colin Sexton is on his way out. We don't know where he's going to go as of right now. But So, Ricky Rubio is the backup to Darius Garland as we speak. Bruce Brown and KCP both going to Denver. I like the move. These are two guys that are going to give you energy on defense. He's more of a cutter slasher while KCP is a shooter. Uh, Bobo remains with the Orlando Magic. What are the, what other moves? JaVel McGee going to Dallas. And we also know that um, Christian Wood went to Dallas and trade, right? So there's speculations that JaVel McGee wants to start. <laughs> if Javel McGee starts, he's going to get a lot, a lot of opportunity from Luka Doncic, which is going to be good for JaVale McGee. But at the same time, I don't know if JaVale McGee and Christian Wood work well together. Either way it goes, the NBA is trying to go back to where you're seeing multiple bigs. Lakers do it right. Lakers are going to have a center and Anthony Davis. That's a big front court. Denver. I mean, I mean, Dallas is going to have JaVale McGee and Christian Wood. Right. You have uh Cat and um Rudy Gobert. You're going to see multiple teams trying to have a big front court. But you're going to have those teams that also play the small ball like the Golden States of the world that will have Draymond Green playing that, you know, that center that small ball center so it's all about situations who's gonna impose their will lakers won their first title for the most part playing big until they played miami who played small which forced uh mcgee and dwight howard to not play much in that uh in that in in that final so um it's all about a chess match gary harris finds a deal with the orlando magic two-year 26 million dollar deal that's pretty solid Uh, Drummond goes to the Chicago Bulls. Uh, I thought he was going to find a place where he can start, but it's just, that's just going to be a journey for uh, uh, Andre Drummond moving forward. One year deals, you know, just bouncing from team to team. And, you know, he's now a role player. He was a guy that had all star potential, now has fallen, and he's now a role player. Mitchell Robinson gets a a $60 million deal for years. Um, Aaron Holiday. Signs with the Atlanta Hawks to back up um, <laughs> Trey and and Murray. Murray's gonna play a lot of two, but you know when Trey's on the bench, then Murray's playing. You know, so I, I don't know how that whole Hawks dynamic works or how it's gonna work. Otto Porter goes to Toronto. So you're seeing that Golden State is losing some key pieces that help them win the title. Um, so G- Gallinari going to the Celtics after you know being traded and waived released. Uh, Zach Levine, five-year, $215 million deal. He gets his bag. I don't know how long he stays in Chicago. They had a good thing going last year, and then they fell off. So, (laughs) you know, it is what it is. Uh, Dre says, contracts are ludicrous. Uh, Yeah, it is, man. When you draft the right rookie after a year, I mean, after like two or three years, they get that max deal. And if you see all-star potential, you go ahead and pay them a guy like DeAndre Ayton where Phoenix don't want to pay him is because you don't see that all-star potential out of DeAndre Ayton because he's always eating from Chris Paul. That's just that Chris Paul effect. So maybe if DeAndre Ayton goes to a team like, let's say, the Detroit Pistons or the Pacers, where he can showcase his talent a little bit more and say, hey, I can score on my own. Throw me the ball in the post. I hit you with a uh-uh you know, hook shot. I can score on my own. So we'll see what happens with him. But once you show potential, once you flash in year year one, like trade in or Luca, you know, you get that bag, man. And these guys are worth every single penny. John Wall signed with uh, the Clippers. Um Nurkic is back, four years, $70 million deal. Solid deal for him. Uh Drew, Drew Eubanks going back to Portland. So Portland, we don't know what Portland is trying to do. Did they really add enough? They got Jeremy Grant in a deal, right? In a trade. Did Portland really do enough to keep Dame Lillard happy? This might be the year that Dame Lillard gets traded. I know he wants to stay there and he wants to do this and he has a chance to sign a contract to where he can be earning up to $50 million a year or something like that. So we'll see what happens with Dame Lillard. I think he gets his money and then they probably end up trading him because if the team ends up doing bad this year, then it's like, what is the point of wasting some of the best years left of Dame Lillard's career on you know mediocre teams man if you're just joining please like please subscribe please share appreciate you guys uh tuning in um this is a trade that was a shocker they uh, Atlanta traded kevin huter to sacramento for justin holiday Mo harkless in the future first round pick i think because of all the talent that atl was getting they had to shed some talent and this guy right here is a shooter so they sacrificed some shooting to bring in some defense so we'll see what happens i thought he would have been a, a nice piece to go along trey and murray but hey you got to do what you got to do right you bring in some defenders and justin holiday mo harkless so we'll see if they keep those guys with those guys are people or the guys that are waived at the buyout uh, uh portion of the season Derek jones just continues to get deals i don't know how this guy continues to get deals man uh two years six point six million dollars um Damian Lee, another piece for the Golden State Warriors leaving. He was solid, but he didn't really have much of a much of an impact this past season, especially in the postseason. But in the regular season, he was a big piece of what Golden State was able to do. Bismarck Griambo returns back to Phoenix. Darius Garland gets that five-year, $193 million max deal. Shout-out to Darius Garland from Nashville, Tennessee, went to Vanderbilt uh, right down the street. Uh, Cody Martin, four-year, $32 million deal. Um, he's eating, too, because I thought that the other Martin, Caleb Martin, was better than Cody Martin. But Cody Martin got signed first, and $32 million for four years is a solid, solid deal for a bench role guy. Um, Cleveland gets Robin Lopez. Um, let's see what else happened. Uh, Ibaka returning back to the Bucks. Honestly, I forgot that Ibaka was on the Bucks. To be honest, I forgot um hawk says i can see simons being an all-star i can see him being an all-star not next year though the west is so tough like who is he going to replace if you have six guards that make the all-star team who who is simons going to replace i don't see it this year but he's trending up in the right direction and i think that simons is going to be starting alongside uh dane lillard this season because i don't know because i don't know when but He's talented. Okay, I didn't see the second part of your comment. So, all right. So, we both agree that Simons can be an all-star, but just not yet. Like, just not this season. It, 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 I mean, it could happen this season, but I'm not counting on it, especially with Dame Lillard being there. Now, if there's no Dame Lillard in the equation, boom, all-star instantly. Um, It says, so I'm with Dame time being traded this season. Man, that would be so dope. Says Caleb got a little bit more money less years. Yes, I like Caleb. Caleb is the better guy. Caleb is a baller. I wanted this guy on the Lakers so bad. I wanted him so bad. He's 6'6, wing player. Both guys have improved their shooting this year, and that's that that's just phenomenal to see. Um, I love when these young players trend in, in the right direction. TJ Warren going to the Nets once again, one of those pieces that the Nets get a potential. Replacement for KD. So you have Warren and you have the other guy I mentioned earlier. I can't even think of his name right now. So it's like the Nets are planning for a future that does not include Kyrie or KD. And who knows what happens with Ben Simmons? Ben Simmons might be on his way out as well. The Nets are just a poor ran franchise when they hired uh, Steve Nash. I was like, I don't know if Steve Nash is going to mesh with. When they had James Harden and Kyrie and KD, that was a special team that just could never really get healthy and just never really could get on the floor at the same time. Uh, yeah, here's a Caleb Martin deal right here. Three-year, $20 million. Solid, solid deal. Michael Brogdon, big trade. Getting traded to the Celtics. Could you believe that Michael Brogdon going to the Celtics? The Celtics have needed a point guard for the longest time, and they get one. But my question to you guys is, do you guys think that Michael Brogdon is healthy? If he's healthy, it makes this Celtics team a whole lot better, especially adding Gallinari, because I was talking about their bench not being so well. So now you have Gallinari, you have Brogdon. Those are major, major key acquisitions for the Celtics, which puts the Celtics as a top three team in the East this year. Um, let me see what Hawk says. It says Sharif O'Neal and Scottie Pippen. Man, look, the Lakers have an O'Neal. And the Lakers have a Pippen, man. But I don't think neither one is going to help my Lakers this year. But um, Sharif O'Neill should have stayed in school. He's going to be a project. He's going to be on a summer league team. And then we'll see what happens with him moving forward. Scotty Pippen Jr., my only regret with him is that he went to Vanderbilt. I live close to Vanderbilt. And I didn't get to go and watch him play. Honestly, I forgot that Scotty Pippen was here in Nashville. Um, he's a really good scorer. The team wasn't good. So he was able to you know jack up a lot of shots. He averaged about 20 points a game. Uh, with Vanderbilt. So he has the potential to score. And if you're watching Summer League, he can create. He can create. He can play that point guard position and he has that potential to play some defense. So I'm excited about Scottie Pippen Jr. actually. Sharif O'Neal, eh, whatever. We'll see what happens. Um Hawk says I like both of them. That's what's up. Says absolutely Michael Brogdon was a good pickup. Um Celtics' biggest problem in the finals was they got nothing easy and it turned into uh, turn and and they turned it over a lot. Marcus Smart is not a point guard. Yes, Marcus Smart is not a point guard. Also, um, Jason Tatum needs to work on his ball handling. He's not a point guard. He's not a creator. Jalen Brown is not a creator. So yeah, they 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 really needed that point guard uh, presence. And Michael Brogdon brings it if he's healthy. But if I am the Celtics, you have to go and find a backup point guard somewhere. I know that they've done the Kimball Walker thing. But Kimball Walker sounds perfect coming off the bench. They need to revisit that because at least Kimball Walker is not getting ripped. He's a pure point guard. So we'll see what happens with the backup point guard role because Pritchard is not it for the Celtics. But Michael Brogdon, if he's healthy, great pickup. Uh, Sharif is not a pro right now. Maybe one day. I agree. He's not a pro. He needs to be developed. And hopefully he can be developed under the tutelage of the Lakers' uh, summer league Uh, And um, G-League team, and then maybe eventually be called up to the big team. Uh, Kavon Looney, hey, (laughs) Golden State had to sign somebody. So they finally brought it back, one of their key guys. He returns. We talked about the Rudy Gobert trade. We talked about the Devin Chenzo signing with Golden State. Dragic going to the Bulls. I don't too much get that. I thought he was going to be a fit for Dallas. Obviously wasn't. Brian Forbes goes to the Timberwolves. So I think we've pretty much covered most of the NBA trades. Since we have a little bit of time left, I want to talk about the summer league. You know what I'm saying? Thing with Chet Holmgren. Chet Holmgren is going to be a good player. I'm intrigued, but Chet is so skinny. He's so thin. But he has a potential to get stronger. Just because you're thin does not mean that you're not strong. So we're going to talk about Chet's summer league. Uh, his first game, and then what happened in his second game? Uh, let me see what Dre said. Dre says, Malcolm needs to be in bubble wrap until the season. Boston gets the old Broggs lethal 50-40-90 player. Um, absolutely, man. Look, Broggren can play. And like I said, if he's healthy, he's a dog. I, I, I till, till this day, I think that Milwaukee made a mistake letting him go. But they were able to get Drew Holiday, who actually fit what they do. So you lost Brogdon um, by, you know, I think when Milwaukee lost Brogdon, they brought in Drew Bledsoe. Eric, I mean, sorry, Eric Bledsoe, if I'm not mistaken. And then it didn't too much work out so well. But um, I'm going to queue up this summer league stuff, and then we're going to talk about it. And homegrown let's see what um what he's been doing i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna pull up some videos and i'm gonna share these videos um so the first one i'm gonna share is the one that had all the hype with him looking like um dirk nowitzki um is taking social media by storm everybody's on that chat train uh, whether you like him, whether you do, whether, whether you don't um definitely some potential there I'm like right now I'm still half and half on chat. I don't know if he's gonna be good or not. But here's that clip. You know, that's very dirk esque But he's gonna have to put on some weight. If not, then he just have to play that power forward position. It says, yo, games on tonight. Take a short nap. 10. 10 p.m., 10.59, start tonight. Hey, man, hey, take that nap, man. Hey, get these games in. I'm excited for these games. He says, uh, I'm a Kenny Lofton Jr. fan. Hey, Dre, appreciate you hopping on the stream, man. Yeah, Lofton can ball, man. Lofton is a baller. This, is there any relation to Kenny Lofton, the baseball player? That's really what I want to know. That's really what I want to know. <laughs> I got to research that. But um, so let me see if I can find uh, find some more Let me see. There's more on Chet that I want to share, but I got to scroll down and see. So here's that. uh, (laughs) Here's Lofton bullying this guy. And this is after Chet was talking all his trash. Look at this big boy. Bully boy. Jeez, please. Lofton's a dog, man. And he went to the right team. He went to the right team. The Grizzlies are going to get him right, man. <laughs> They're going to get him right. <laughs> See, God don't like ugly. God don't like ugly. See, after Chet was talking all this trash, This is what Kenny Lofton had to do. Kenny Lofton had the little iPad like this, like Jordan had, and says, you know what? I took it personally. You know, Chet was just talking all this trash about people being small, people can't guard them. I love for people to have their confidence, but at the same time, come on. Come on. So let me see what else I can find. (laughs) Folks are out here uh, clowning uh, Chet. They say this is Chet Holmgren taking a charge from Giannis this season oh, man, this is going to be a fun year. This is going to be a fun year in the league, man. That's. He had so much size on you and, you and strength. strength. You had a little conversation walking the court. What were you talking to each other about? Uh, no, nah, that's my dog. You know, we were just uh, talking a little trash to each other. Uh, you know, we're going to go at it. you're uh, going to be in the league for a long time, hell of a player. Uh, you know, we're going to go at it wherever we play. But, uh, you know, when we step outside the lines, that's my dog You had a really tough matchup with Kenny Lawson. that's a great answer. I can't even lie. That's a great answer. That's, that's a great way to say, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're friends. Like, says um, Chet said, him and Kenny are friends. All fun. I just saw that. I didn't know that. So that's good to know. You know, it, when you step on the court, you know, you compete. That's what it's supposed to be. And then when you get off the court, you, you know, you pay your respects. And, you know, you dap it up. And you live to see another day. It says, Kenny Lofton Jr.'s dad was extremely smaller with Cleveland former Indians. Okay. Lofton's game was tailor-made for the NBA. Absolutely. I know it's a summer league, but I love the way that he plays. Lofton, the baseball player, is not his dad. Okay, that's good to know. All right, let's see what else we can find on Chet right here, man. I'm going to go back. The, jazz. the ball to move.
1: Yeah, that shot is beautiful. But he's so thin. He's
0: so thin. We're going to watch the three-point shot. He's smooth. To be honest, right now Chet is really a small forward to me. Right now, you know, granted he can get better and you can do this and that, but for right now, so let me see this. So this is that first, that first move. two-handed, and that's just a great defensive play by Holmgren. going straight right there, the big fella. So, yeah, I like the kid overall. Um, We're definitely going to see what happens. Uh, Summer League, I'm going to be catching all these games uh, tonight and moving forward. So, guys, this is the stream. This is the episode, man. This is the Talking Sports with Manny YouTube channel, the Talking Sports with Manny podcast, the NBA version. We discussed free agency. It was a great show. We talked a little bit about the Summer League. Um, If you're listening on audio, please uh, leave me a rating on – apple spotify you know go in there give me five stars and say something nice about the pod talking sports with Manny podcast. you can find me just about everywhere um great show please subscribe please share and i will catch you guys on the next episode or on the next stream um most likely to tomorrow night i'm probably going to be streaming and there's going to be fantasy football if not tomorrow night maybe later on tonight but like i said more streams more pods on the way Love you guys and y'all be blessed.